0: Have you been thinking about wanting to start your own podcast? When I was trying to get the Evan Witt show off the ground, trying to find where to go, I had a lot of questions and trying to figure it out, and Anchor was the place to go. Easy to start, easy to use, and it's free, and you can get your podcast heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all other great places that people like to listen. The answer, again, is Anchor, and I love using Anchor as it's extremely easy and simple and free to use. If you want to join me with Anchor on your podcast, then go to anchor.fm slash start and join me and the diverse community of all the podcasters that Anchor has to offer. I enjoy and cannot wait to start hearing your first podcast. That's anchor.fm slash start. It is Sunday, February 24th, and this is the Evan Witt podcast podcast. I want to thank you all for listening to the Evan Witt podcast. For those that do listen and uh, and have listened, I appreciate the, the listens. And those that are new, thank you for checking me out and uh, giving my, my podcast a, a chance and giving it a listen. I appreciate it. The Evan Witt podcast is brought to you by Coach Evan Fitness. If you or anyone you know is struggling to get healthy, lose some extra weight or, and just want to feel better and uh, look better, then let me help you. I've dropped about 150 pounds uh, and I've done it through home workout programs and proper nutrition and supplementation and I want to help you do the same. Shoot me an email, coachevan six at com, and I will gladly help you uh, with what, uh, I'll gladly help you and get you uh the results that you want to see. so it's been a little while since I've done an episode, and uh, lots of reasons why. I'm not gonna go into them per se, but a lot of reasons why. And part of it is I just you know needed to uh, give some thought if I want to continue to bring you this show because I feeling discouraged. Because it's not really getting the attention that I, or the following that I thought it could get. And then I gotta remember there's a lot of podcasts out there, not gonna grow overnight. And it's gonna take some time to start getting. The following and the reactions and the the fo- the back and forth and whatnot that I want to get. There's a ton of options and podcasts out there, and I hope that if you find mine and you enjoy it, you share it with your friends and family and whoever else. So, you know, I love talking sports. That, that I, I love talking sports. I I love you know giving uh, my my thoughts and my opinions about sports, and that's really why I do this too. uh, This show gives me a platform to give my thoughts, my opinions on a lot of things, mostly Wisconsin sports related. So, for those that listen, thank you. And I appreciate it. And if you do want to Interact with me, you can follow me on Twitter at Evan Sports. You can uh, email me, CoachEvan66 at gmail.com. Also the same email address if you want some help in uh, living a more healthier lifestyle. So, lots to discuss. Milwaukee Bucks related. Giannis Antetokounmpo related. Um... Milwaukee Brewers related, Packers even, Packers related, Badgers. You know, there's a lot going on in sports. March Madness is approaching. Spring training has started with the Milwaukee Brewers and all the other teams in baseball. Manny Machado signed a record deal. Antonio Brown has completely lost his mind. Um, pulled his own little T Mr. Big Chest. So I'm going to uh, talk a little bit about Antonio Brown and my thoughts to him to Green Bay because... Those never seem to want to go away, and the Bucks' best record in basketball, best record in the NBA, uh, surefire MVP front runner candidate, and the question needs to be asked: Is how far can this Bucks team go in the East, and what chances do they have if they do uh, get to the the NBA? Uh, finals so I'm going to talk a little bit about that how far do I think this team can go you know I've been I've been uh talking to some people I used uh I used to work with um about basketball and they all have kind of the same thoughts on the Milwaukee Bucks they ain't gonna do nothing in the playoffs because teams are just going to uh lock down, funnel down on Giannis, and the Bucks are not going to do anything. And they don't have the, the firepower to compete with Philly or Boston or any teams in the East. Uh, Giannis can't shoot. Um, that's the other thing that I hear, too. He can't shoot. Teams are going to not allow him to drive to the basket, and they're going to be stopped. But the thing is, the Bucks' depth is deep. This is probably the depth-wise, the deepest Milwaukee Bucks team I have seen in quite some time. Outside of Giannis, you got Chris Middleton, who when he's on, he's on. When Middleton's shot is flying, he is very tough to to stop. He is the Bucks' number two option, um, and he's very tough to stop. You have Eric Bledsoe, who... Struggled at times last year, but this year Bledsoe's playing some great basketball. He can attack the rim pretty much at ease, and he's got a nice little jumper on him. Playing some very solid defense, and he's a guy that definitely uh, is a is a, t- a good option for Milwaukee. You got Malcolm Brogdon, you know, not probably the best athlete in the world, but he gets the job done out of Virginia. Uh, 26-year-old, and he uh, does a really good job leading the point. You got George Hill, veteran, coming off the bench, veteran point guard, been around, been there, done that. Ursan Ilyasova, another veteran. You got Brooke Brooke Lopez, who seemed to have found his uh, touch from outside the arc, who's pulling the defense out, opening things up for Giannis. Nikolai Merchek, who they just traded for at the the trade deadline, he adds an outside touch as well as depth inside. Tony Snell, DJ Wilson. The Bucks have a lot of depth. They do. They have a lot of depth and uh, you know, you got guys like Christian Wood who's dominating down in uh, uh I should say up in Oshkosh. That's not playing much. Sterling Brown who did pretty well last year. He's not playing uh, as much. Dante DiVincenzo, their first round pick, he's not getting a lot of minutes. The the Bucks have a lot of depth and a lot of options, and that's what people outside of Milwaukee don't want to see, or they try to argue, is that it's Giannis and that's it. They don't have anybody outside of Giannis, but they do, and it, it drives me nuts that people who are not Buck fans. Bucks fans that live in the state, they don't want to give the Bucks their due. They are a deep team that can beat you with their size and obviously with Giannis taking over. And if you don't think they can stack up against the best in the East, the Bucks with the best record in the East right now, here's how they stack up with two through eight. On the year, they're 3 0 against Toronto, 2 and 1 against Indiana. One and zero against Philly. Two and one against Boston. Two and zero against Brooklyn. Two and one against Charlotte. Four and zero against Detroit. They are sixteen and four overall against the East playoff teams. Eight and one at home, and eight and three on the road. Those stats are courtesy of Kane Pittman, uh, guy from Australia who is uh, covering the Bucks this year. Um, those stats speak for themselves. They they stack up well against the rest of the East. Um, the, if the playoffs started today, they would be playing Detroit, who they won the season series 4 nothing against. If they get past Detroit, they're going to play the winner of Philly and Boston. Those uh, Those guys playing in the first round, they're going to wear each other out. And then they get Toronto, Indiana, Charlotte or Brooklyn to get to the uh, NBA Finals. So, jumping ahead a little bit, how far do I think this Bucks team could get? I think this Bucks team could easily get to the Eastern Conference Finals. And I know we've seen teams in the past have great regular seasons, get that one seed, and then flounder in the playoffs. We The Denver Nuggets come to mind, the Dallas Mavericks come to mind, but... This is, a, I think, a much better team than those Nuggets and those Mavericks teams. And the Pistons are not going to pull off a first-round upset, I don't think. They're, they just don't have the, the talent that the Bucs have. So how far this Bucks team can get, I could easily see them going to Eastern Conference Finals and going into the NBA Finals. I, I definitely could see that happening. Again, very good Bucks team. And they, uh, Mike Budenhauser is definitely the coach of the year, in my opinion. And now for league MVP, is Giannis the league MVP? Is he, is he the MVP over James Harden? Is he the MVP over Paul George? And this might be Homer and me, but yes. I think Giannis is the league MVP. You look at Giannis overall. Um, 27.2 points per game, 12.7 rebounds, 6.0 assists. He's gotten 40 double-doubles on the air and leading the Bucks to the best record in the NBA. You got James Harden, who has a ridiculous 36 points per game, 7 assists and uh, 6 rebounds per game, 30-plus points in 31 straight games. And then Paul George, 28 points per game, 4.7 assists, 8.0 rebounds, averaging two steals uh, uh, per game, helping lead it to under the 37 and 20. All three are great players, but I give Giannis the MVP. Paul George has Russell Westbrook in Oklahoma City, who uh, gives gets a lot of the attention. And James Harden... He's scoring all these points, but yet they still lose. Giannis is lifting his teammates up. He's lifting his uh, his support up. He's making people around him better. And those are some things I look at for MVP. You make your people around you better. He shoots better, I think, uh, shooting percentage-wise. He plays pretty strong, pretty solid defense where James Harden doesn't even know defense if it bit him on the ass. And Paul George, great defender. Um, I think it's a two-man race with Giannis and Paul George. Sorry, James Harden and James Harden fans. but And it could be the homer and me, but I give the edge to Giannis. I don't know how you uh, can't give the edge to Giannis. Giannis is definitely the... Uh, Definitely, to me, the 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 league MVP, and I think he definitely should get it at the end of the year. I for some reason I think the voters are gonna give it to to James Harden just because he's the big name, he's the more recognized guy out of everybody. Um, but I think you gotta give it to Giannis, especially when you have James Harden sitting out uh, the other night and they beat. Golden State that, that, that just my two cents there now I'm going to move on to Antonio Brown and before I move on to Antonio Brown just a reminder this show is brought to you by Coach Evan Fitness if you want to learn and uh, work on living a healthier lifestyle then let me help you Coach Evan 66 at gmail.com. Um, let me, uh, let me help you get the results that you want to get. And that's what I want to do. I want to help you get the results that you want to get. So Antonio Brown has seemed to completely lost his mind. He, uh, is wanting to be called Mr. Big Chest. He wants some new guarantees. He wants a new contract wherever he goes. And, uh and we we get all the talk now should Antonio Brown be traded to Green Bay should the Packers trade for Antonio Brown that that is what uh the the local media in Wisconsin wants to talk about Antonio Brown to Green Bay should it happen the Packers got the draft capital to do it they got to get Aaron Rodgers some weapons uh moving forward so should they get Antonio Brown? And my easy answer is no. I, I, I don't want Antonio Brown in Green Bay. I really don't. Um to me he's a head case. He uh, he's a head case. You have a first year head coach, you have a young uh you have a young you have a young coaching staff on the offensive side of the ball, especially in Green Bay. I mean, yeah, in Green Bay. And you have Antonio Brown, who appears to be a complete head case. He got mad because Juju Schuster started getting his his uh, started getting his um his targets, and he got jealous. He got mad. I don't want that in Green Bay. Devante Adams is the guy. He is the guy in Green Bay. He is to me a top five wide receiver which people love arguing if he is or he isn't, and some of the names they throw at you to try to argue that he isn't is guys like Antonio Brown. I mean, uh, Not Antonio Brown, uh, Thielen. Thielen is the reason why um, Antonio Brown's not a five, I mean, uh, uh, Devontae Adams is not a top five receiver. Adam Thielen's not a top five receiver. Get out of here with that. He's he's not. He he is not a top five receiver. You look at what he did when, when uh, Stephon Diggs went out. He didn't do much. He he didn't do much at all. And you have Devontae Adams with uh, Randall Cobb in in and out of the lineup, and rookie wide receivers. Um, you have the, uh those guys, and he still puts up ridiculous numbers. You could double him. You could triple him. You could. Put all eleven guys on him, he still found ways to get open, and he makes plays. So, yes, Devontae Adams to me is a top five wide receiver. And uh, do I think the Packers need some help at wide receiver? Well, yeah, they definitely need help at wide receiver, um, but it's not it's not Antonio Brown. I, I, I am not if I don't want if now if the Packers were one or two pieces away from being legit Super Bowl contenders, well then, yeah, if he was the missing piece, if you felt he was the missing piece, by all means, go and get him. But the thing is, they need a lot. They need a tight end. They need offensive line help. They need linebacker help. They need safety help. They could use some more bodies in the secondary, at, at safe at corner. They, they need a lot. And they, they need a lot. And I don't think just trading draft picks for Antonio Brown is going to help them get what they need. Great talent, but no. And you're going to use up 15 million in your cap space for him when you can use that 15 to get a couple pieces to help your team. So, to me, Antonio Brown's a pass. Le'Veon Bell's a pass too, especially if what he is looking for is true. 20, uh, $50 million guaranteed in the first two years of the deal? No. He, he didn't play a year. Apparently his weight ballooned. I don't want Le'Veon Bell. I don't want Antonio Brown. I think they're going to mess up the locker room. Look, the Steelers had Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell, and Ben Roethlisberger. You had an all-pro quarterback, all-pro receiver, all-pro running back, and they, they didn't win at all. They didn't win at all. And a lot of it has to do, I think, with the chemistry. I don't think those two and Ben bring good chemistry to a team. And I don't want to put it all on Bell and uh, Brown. I think uh, Big Ben deserves a lot of the uh, the blame too. But no on Bell, no on Brown. And uh, I just want to get those thoughts off my chest. Next podcast episode, I'm going to talk about some people the Packers should target in the first round of the draft with the 12th and 30th pick. Um, some name, uh, Basically, I'm going to give my top five on who the Packers should target. Um, you're going to be recording that episode later in the week. Uh, I'm going to also be talking some Milwaukee Brewers, uh, spring training going on. Um, so I'm going to talk to Milwaukee Brewers. So what are your thoughts, Packer fans? Do you want to get Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell? Or is it a hard pass like me? Um, shoot me a tweet at, at Evan with sports. So shoot me an email, uh, coachevan66 at gmail.com. Is Giannis the front runner for MVP? And how far do you think the Milwaukee Bucks can go? What is their ceiling? Eastern Conference Finals, um, NBA Finals. What are their ceilings in your opinion? With that said, I hope you all had a great and wonderful weekend, and I hope you're all staying safe out there for those that are being affected by weather. I will talk to you all later. Have a good one.